Another beautiful day to you out there. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akin Tola. Want to welcome you this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whatever time zone you are connecting with or you're connecting from, wherever you're connecting from. I want to welcome you once again to another beautiful, glorious day here in South Africa. We believe the Lord, amen, that God is doing a new thing. Heaven is bringing us into a new direction, into a new perspective. God is allowing his intention and his purpose to be manifest in our life, wherever you will be joining from this morning. Once again, it's a great privilege and an honor to celebrate, amen, this new day with you. And of course, we are just a few days uh, to uh, the Easter uh, celebration. Like we said, we believe that God, amen, is using this period to help us to come into uh, uh, another level of spiritual understanding in terms of God's counsel and purposes for our life. We believe in God, amen, to help us to advance his will, his counsel, his intention, and of course, to help us to refine and redefine what, amen, Easter is, what Easter means, and what, amen, the Lord will have us understand in terms of the, uh, the, the revelation and the understanding of Christ's purpose, amen, for uh, coming to die on the cross. I believe once again that as we journey through the word of God and allow the spirit of God to speak to us again uh, and get a better perspective, a better understanding and insight into the things that will allow our Christianity, our walk with God to become even more refined, that this truth, amen, will give us, you know, solidity and revelation, amen, that we can press further into the speakings of God, into the mind of God, particularly in a time like this where there's so many uncertainty and shakings and uh, the fate of many have been buffeted. We want our faith, amen, to be fully established upon the ascended revelation of Christ. We want our life, amen, to continue in that path that will bring honor and glory and praise to God. So this morning, if you are joining me, if you are joining me, I see somebody is connecting. If you're connecting well, please do stay connected. Let's pray. We believe God for great things. Father, we honor you once again. We glorify you this morning. Thank you, Father, for your will and intentions. Thank you for the things that you have desired and ordained to unveil to your church, even in times like this. Once again, we celebrate you. We appreciate your love. We appreciate your goodness. We appreciate your kindness in our life. You have awakened us to see this glorious day, to see, oh God, another season. We pray in Jesus' name that our heart, oh God, will continually, yes, journey to us your good pleasure. We pray this morning that our desire will be yes and amen to the things that you have spoken. Father, we thank you. We bless you. May Christ, your son, once again be revealed to us. May we come into the glorious reality, yes, of this ascended life that Christ came, yes, to give to us. May we understand this, the, the priesthood that defines, yes, his expression, yes, even in times like this, we honor you. May every image and idea and philosophy that we have imbibed, that we have accepted, that does not reflect the full image of Christ once again, fall, yes, Father, even as we press into your word, as we look into your word and get to hear your heart and mind, we thank you once again this morning that your glory, your you will reveal 
reveal yes your glory to us you will reveal your the glory of your son to us christ will be illuminated to us there will be a deeper understanding and in this understanding father we will claim oh god yes the the inheritance that we have in him after all your word says that we are joint here with christ yes father i pray this morning that this truth will become even more real to us as we seek your kingdom as we seek the intentions of your kingdom we pray that christ will be more magnified in us because it is the one yes that we have come to see is the one that we have come to worship is the one that we have come to honor like the greeks who came they said we want to see jesus this morning we pray and our prayer will be lord that we want to see jesus and him being magnified and being glorified in the name of jesus amen and amen well for the past a uh, few days i've been bringing this word that the lord dropped in my spirit uh, 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 in johannesburg all right we've been talking about the all-sufficiency of christ and this is very important all right that we particularly in times like this zero into want to want to once again come into that you know position that revelation and if if if, if that if this truth has not become a revelation to us i pray that this amen will become indeed amen the truth that will bring you into a better and a clearer understanding and an experience of who Christ is because everything that we stand for and that we represent, amen, as the church, amen, is, is hanged on, is built on, on who Christ is to us, amen. We want to have a better and a clearer, amen, experience of, 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 the, of the revelation of Christ, amen, because the more we know him, the more we are able, amen, to walk in faith, the more we are able able to to you know to live in hope and the more we are able to express the kind of love amen that is required of us to be able to carry out the ministry that he has assigned us amen the more we are able to have an, an understanding of who he is ah, the more our humanity amen gets refined amen and gets to that point where amen we are we are we are better, amen, able to represent his purposes on earth. I tell you, the revelation of Christ is very, very, very vital. When I talk about the revelation of Christ, I'm talking about knowing Christ. I'm talking about knowing Christ. I hope you understand that we can't know the we can't know Christ from the position of our flesh. We can't know Christ, amen, from the position of human ideology or from just historic, you know, uh, 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 expression. We can't know Christ from historic writing. That is important, amen. But knowing Christ demand, amen, that we we come by faith, that our heart is open by faith. And like I said, this is just a reminder. These messages are reminders, and maybe for those who have not even come to this knowledge maybe this will become indeed you know a, a, a template a platform for them to begin to experience amen christ because indeed there are a lot of people out there who are who are going to church who've been to church in fact some people were actually born amen in a christian home but they never had an encounter amen with christ they never you know get to the point where they can actually say that they know amen christ and christ know them amen they they, they never had that you know intimate personal relationship with him and therefore you find their life amen in a state where they, they they are confused they don't know what life is all about they don't know why they exist you know i, I find it very challenging when i hear christian or right, talking about you know trying to find their purpose 
I, I find it, you know, you know, challenging, difficult. You know, I, I find it, you know, challenging to 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 hear that there, there are believers, there are Christians, amen, who do not know who they are, amen, who do not understand the purpose of their life because those are basic things, amen, that you get to be introduced to, amen, in your in your introduction to Christ. The mo- the, 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 the 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 moment you are introduced to Christ, amen, sudden things, amen, just begin to get clearer to you. And one of those things, amen, is identifying your identity, is identifying your purpose because those are the things that salvation, amen, comes to, you know, restore back to our life. Salvation is not just about we dying and going to heaven. Salvation came, hallelujah. Salvation was brought to, amen, reintroduce God's essence, God's purpose, God's counsel, amen, God's desire and intentions for our life. Salvation came to restore our true identity. Salvation came to restore our true humanity. Hallelujah. So these are basic truths that we should know. And as believers, amen, there are certain things. And in fact, one of the ways that you know that indeed you're a Christian, that you are a follower of Christ, amen, is when the issues, amen, of your identity, amen, becomes resolved. When the issue, amen, of your purpose, the issues of your assignment, amen, the the issue of God's, God's sovereignty over your life, amen, the issue of when you read the scripture, suddenly understanding, hallelujah, yes, begins to flow into your heart. All of these things are basic, you know, foundational truth, okay, that we should have, amen, as one who claims to have a relationship with Christ, because that is what it means, amen, to be saved means to have a relationship, amen, with, with Christ. Jesus said to his disciples, he said, henceforth, I call you no more servants, but friends, amen, you hide your secrets, amen, from servants, but to friends, amen, you open yourself, you open your heart, hallelujah, Christ has come to unveil, to reveal himself, and the, the whole thing boils down to, amen, are, are, are we truly, do we truly, amen, have we truly accepted him or we've accepted religion, tradition, or we've accepted something else? And it's important that in times like this, in this period of Easter, amen, that we go back, amen, and remind ourselves and call back, amen, to memory, amen, our experience, our walk with God. Some of us that have given our life to Jesus, amen, for some donkeys of years, some people have given their life to Jesus, amen, over 30 years ago. I mean, if you have given your life to Jesus, let's say 15, 10, you know, uh, uh, maybe even 5 or 30 years ago, I mean, this would be a great opportunity to recall back those experiences because it's important, amen, the concept of memorial, the concept, amen, of renewal, the concept, amen, of, of bringing back, amen, those experiences, that point, that place where you began from, I tell you, it has a way, amen, of awakening, once again, amen, your heart because like I always say, in this journey, we can get to the point where we begin to lose focus, where we begin to lose, amen, direction, where we begin to miss, amen, yes, what really matters to God, where we begin to get weakened, amen, in the very structure that defines, amen, our foundation and the pillars of our heart, of our, of our house, amen. So it's important that we, we, we continually, amen, seasonally remind ourselves, like I said, you know, some time ago, that these are some of the points that have helped me thus far 
at least 30 years plus now, I've been journeying on this path. And I give thanks to God, not by might, not by power. Amen. I try as much as possible to always take my mind back to, amen, that point, that beginning point. Amen. I try as much as possible to remind myself, amen, what the Lord has done for me. Amen. Where he saved me from. Hallelujah. I try to remind myself of what matters to the Father. I try. I mean, it's, it's not an easy thing. It's something you have to be deliberate about. It's something you have to make up your mind. You have to put it amen, as part of your priority on the journey or else amen, life circumstance, life event, amen, people amen, can, can make us, amen, yes, you know, walk astray. People's situation, sometimes excuse me, sometimes the so-called breakthrough that we are looking for, the, the so-called, you know, uh, 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 deliverance that we are looking for, the so-called healing that we are looking for, can become the focus, can become the image, can become what we focus on to the point that we forget, amen, the very reason, the very essence, amen, the very, you know, purpose of our life. And I think it's important, particularly where we begin to, you know, move towards the end of days, in the in and the activities of the end of days, amen, are going to do two things in our life. Either, amen, re refine us and make us to be more, amen, <clears throat> excuse me, to be more focused, to be more focused, to be more determined, to keep our eyes on the Lord, or, amen, would, would, would derail us. The Bible says, amen, that as the days of the end draw nearer, that if the, if the days are not cut short, <clears throat> excuse me, that the very elect will be deceived. Think about that. Why would the elect, amen, <clears throat> excuse me, get to the point of being deceived, the very elect? These are people who, who are supposed to know Jesus, who are supposed to be, you know, walking with the Lord. Why would they get to the point where they are almost being deceived? Because they will be overwhelmed. You know what I'm talking about? Have you been in a situation where, you know, circumstance, issues of life just so overwhelm you that you forget that you actually forget that that the solution amen is is there is is there but you don't see it because that's the purpose amen of 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 the enemy amen in, in in attacking us he wants to overwhelm us amen yes he wants to so overwhelm us that we don't remember that hey we are supposed to be you know you know when the when 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 the when the, the disciples amen were you know going to the other side when Jesus amen said let's go to the other side i mean he went to sleep in the midst of the storm, he was sleeping. Why? Because the word of the Lord has gone forth. But the, the, the disciples, they were all, you know, trying to, you know, help themselves, trying to, you know, keep the, keep the boat, keep the ship afloat. Suddenly, then they remember, wait a minute, but the master is here with us. And that is what the enemy does. Amen. Even when Christ, when we claim to have Christ, we can be so overwhelmed to the point that we forget and we go back into our carnal mind. We go back into our default position of the flesh. So it's important that we regularly, amen, rehearse these things. That's why in the in the journey of the children of Israel, there are there are points that the Bible says that the children of Israel, amen, must 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 wait, amen, and remind themselves of the Passover of what, amen, He did for them, amen, in Egypt, how He brought them out, amen. They 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 must continually. In fact, that's why He called for certain, amen, ceremony. The ceremony was to remind them was to call their mind back to the things that God, amen, has done for, you know, for them. I want, I want you in a few, few, few minutes, can you recall, amen, that, 
that period in time, that moment in time, that maybe that day, amen, when you finally decided to give your life to Jesus, how was it like? What, what, was, what was happening around your life? I cannot vividly remember, amen, that moment, but I could remember events around my life in that period when I finally, amen, give, give my life to Jesus Christ. And it's important because when you do that, it awakens something in your spirit, amen. It, 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 it drives you to the point where, amen, you begin to see life in perspective, one of the things that the church is losing so fast, amen, is the right perspective. Even as leaders in the church, amen, we can so lose perspective, amen, that events just lead, lead us out of, out of order, amen. We're supposed to be at the center point, center, you know, core, following the Lord. We find ourselves being derailed, being diverted. Alright, because that's the popular opinion, because that's what everybody's doing, because that seemed to be right, that seemed to be correct, and you find yourself, amen, yes, living, missing the mark. We don't want to miss the mark, and that's why, amen, this message this morning, amen, is coming across to us. I would like us in the next, you know, few days, just to go back again to read the scripture and get to understand, amen, the heart of God, the mind of God, get to understand the desires of God, get to remind ourselves, amen. Get to awaken truth again in our heart, amen. Yes, I know we want to possess the kingdom, but how do we possess the kingdom if we don't even remember, amen, that the kingdom begins, amen, with a person, that the kingdom, hallelujah, lies in a person, that the kingdom is about Christ, is about his, his authority, his dominion, that the kingdom is not just about a realm of sphere, it's not just about dominion power, it's not just about authority, it's not just about dominating it's not just about you know breakthrough success prosperity healing and deliverance that the kingdom is actually about a person think about that think about that we see we can be so even carried away with the message of the kingdom message the kingdom hallelujah put christ in perspective hallelujah the message of the kingdom must put Christ in perspective. Anything we do where, amen, Christ is no longer the focus, no longer, amen, the motivation, no longer, amen, the, 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 the motive is no longer, amen, the one directing and pushing and guiding, amen. Then we've missed it. There is no kingdom outside Christ. There is no church outside Christ. There is no ecclesia outside Christ. There is no body of Christ. You know, all of these messages that we're preaching, one body, you know, we want to become one. We must restore the body again. The ecclesia must rise up. We want to take possession, take dominion. We want to break through. We want to rule the nations. Hallelujah. We want the nations to hear us. We want to, you know, save the world. All of those things, amen, is because we have a deep, revelation passion for christ if christ is no longer in view if christ is not in view friends we have run a race in vain we we, we have done things amen that will not bring joy and peace and tranquility to our life that's the truth so i ask you again is christ in view is christ amen guiding leading are you are you are you alive this morning excited because Christ woke you up? Is Christ in view? Or is it something else? The ascended revelation of Christ is critical to our movement, amen. 
to our movement and maturity as the ecclesia, the ascended. I know I, I've shared on this a bit the last time we know Christ in path, just like we prophesy in path. We know Christ in path. All right? And some of these paths, amen, are, are, are designed by choice. We want to know what we want to know, amen. Some, amen, the path we know, amen, is by ignorance because we have not been taught, because we have not, amen, are sought out, amen, to know, to grow, to increase in the revelation of Christ. All right? We can know Christ, amen, from, from, from his, 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 his earthly ministry and stop there. But we can go on to know Christ, hallelujah, from, amen, his ascended life. We can know Christ, amen, pre his, his birth to the world. We can know Christ, amen, as one that, 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 that lives in eternity and that holds eternity, amen, in habit. Hallelujah. It's important that we begin to, as, as the days of the end begins to draw near, as darkness continues to cover the earth, that our, our knowledge, amen, of Christ should bring us to the greater position of light. Christ is light. And, and that light illuminates every dark area. Every dark area of our life must be illuminated by Christ. You see, this is what I'm saying. That many people will think what I'm talking about this morning is very elementary. Uh, no, no, no. This is not elementary. This is the heart. This is the core. This is what holds everything together. Amen. This is what holds everything together. This is what keeps our life in balance. This is what keeps, amen, our journey in focus. This is what keeps us to maintain, hallelujah, our path when prosperity and success, amen, begin to flow our way. That we don't lose our sanity suddenly because we come into some millions or suddenly because, amen, we come into some breakthrough. Suddenly because we enter into some, you know, uh, 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 whatever you, we, we, want, we want to term, hallelujah, a success, amen. No, that we keep Christ in view. That we will still keep Christ in view if all hell, amen, broke loose on us, amen. If everything around us, amen, is falling apart and collapsing, amen, that we still keep Christ in view. That's why, amen, I've titled this, this series of teaching, The All-Sufficiency of Christ. He's all-sufficient, amen. He's seated. He's on the throne and he should be on the throne of our life, of our hearts. He should be crowned king over our life. Maybe he used to be crowned king, but we have dethroned him. We've removed him from his throne. Amen. We've pushed him out of our heart. And we can do that. Amen. Directly or indirectly. Knowingly or unknowingly. So we have to constantly. The Bible says we should check ourselves. If we are still in the faith, we should examine ourselves. Examine yourself. The scripture says, if you are still in the faith, to be in the faith is to be in Christ. Hallelujah. Do not let the crisis, amen, shift you from the focus of Christ. Do not let the crisis of the day, listen to me, there will be greater crisis than what we are seeing today in Ukraine. Amen. Where there will be greater crisis than what we are facing. Amen. The, you read the scripture, in, in the midst of all of those crises and tribulation and persecution and famine and earthquake that will be happening as, as some of the signs of the end of days, we should keep Christ in view. We should keep Christ in view. No matter what happens to you. This is how you maintain your walk to the end. 
If the Lord tarries, the Lord should find you and I, hallelujah, yes, waiting as, as that bride, amen, whose garment has not been sword, whose garment has not been stained, hallelujah, whose heart, amen, are still yearning and panting. Time should not judge us. Time, hallelujah, should not bring us to the point where we begin to go into slumber. The Bible said because there was a delay of the coming of, of, of the bridegroom, the virgins went to sleep. Time has a way, amen, of, of trying us. Time has a way, amen, of really revealing what is in our heart. And I think that is actually deliberate. Certain things we are asking for, we are demanding from the Lord. The Lord decides to just elongate it a bit and let's see what is behind this prayer. Let's see what is behind this seeking. Let's see what is behind this, you know, these good works. Time has a way, you know. They, they, they say they say a desired delay makes the heart sick. You've been waiting. Have you noticed that in the scripture, as you read the scripture, you will notice that whenever God wants to do his thing, amen, he allows man to exhaust their time, to exhaust their ability and strength. When, amen, you know, a, 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 a person is finally satisfied to be barren for many days and many months and years, then God turns up and says, now this is the womb I want to use to bring forth my counsel. Time has a way of unveiling what is in our hearts. Delay has a way of proving if indeed we are we are we are we are lovers of Christ, amen. We are true Christ, we are we are the bridegroom of Christ, or we're just parroting. So many things that we are parroting, time will prove it if indeed we are right or wrong. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, Peter said, No, 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 no matter what, I'm not gonna deny. Even if everyone leaves you, I'm 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 staying with you. We'll see. We will see. So I'm saying, let us renew our vow again. Let the spirit of Easter, amen. Let it be a time of renewal of the vow, renewal of our covenant, amen. Yes, this is the period where Christ, you know, shed his blood on the cross, amen. Let this shedding of blood, hallelujah, speak again to us, amen, as a renewal, as an awakening of, of our covenant. You see, covenant is not bound to time. Covenant, amen, you know, lives, transcend time. Covenant, transcend time. Covenant, transcend time. But we have to renew it. Even in the, in the, in the, in the, in the kingdom of darkness, they, they know how to renew covenants. Like I said, a lot of people are going to be dying in this Easter period. Why? Because they're going to a place. Rather than them going to a person, they're going to a place. Rather than them, amen, renewing their relationship with Christ, amen, they are going to renew their covenant on one mountain. And some of them will not make it because they, those spirits need their blood, amen, yes, to maintain whatever they are doing over the, over the realm of South Africa and other, other regions. You understand, amen, that this period, in, this period of Easter is also a period in time where, amen, Satanists, amen, are renewing their vows. All kinds of satanic, demonic activity is happening in this period period in time so like i always say the easter is not just about the time we're celebrating a time called easter no we're celebrating we're acknowledging amen what christ did 
for all I care, Easter could be in September, it could be in January, it could be as long as what we are commemorating, amen, is the death, hallelujah, is the burial, amen, is the resurrection, is the ascension of Christ. To me, that is what matters. So I'm not into, you know, the, the ceremony and the tradition out there. That's not, not that, I'm not into all of that. But I'm telling you that, amen, let's, let's use this period in time, amen, while men are going, amen, to Jerusalem, amen, to do their own thing. There is another church, amen, that is meeting at the upper room. There's another meeting, amen, while people are going to all kinds of places. We also need to be converging. We also need to be ascending to a place of the renewal of the covenant amen this is the time to renew your faith this is the time to renew amen the grace of god amen if you've been weak and tired this will be a time to say lord i need you to renew my strength and grace hallelujah i need you to renew my vision i need you amen to to show me again that love i want to know i want to feel i want to experience that love that love i used to feel when i first knew you I want to experience that thing. Yes, that I used to I used to experience, you know, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, maybe 30 years ago. Today, oh, we just, you know, we become like Eli. Many of us have become like Eli. We've lost the fire. We've lost the passion. We have lost our voice. But we're still in the house of God. But we've lost the fire. The Bible says in the house of Eli, amen, that the, the light of God, amen, was growing dim. The Bible says in the times of Eli, there were no much revelation. There were no much vision. Yes. You, don't you understand, amen, that the person, the priest, amen, defines and determines. You know, I was thinking about this. Was it yesterday or two days ago? There are certain people that are sparks. God used them as a spark. They just come and spark. The, they come and spark the fire. And there are those, amen, that will just come and make sure that that spark continue to, you know, to burn as a as a fire. They keep blowing that fire. There are those, amen, that can come and spark it. Pum! The light is there. But there are those who will come and will continue to blow. I think I'm part of those that are called, amen, yes, to keep to keep blowing the fire. I will not say many of the things that I'm doing that I, I, I initiate them, I birth them. No, I don't know. In fact, many of the people who did this thing, you know, I don't know them. I'm just stepping into something. Amen. But I'm here, hallelujah, to keep blowing, to make sure that the fire does not die. Amen. To make sure that the fire of our passion, the fire of our faith, the fire of our of our calling, the fire of our, you know, our, of our mandate, amen, does not die. Because there are demons out there that wants to sh that want to snuff out the fire, that wants to make sure that you go into oblivion, that you remain cold, you re not even lukewarm, you remain cold, amen. You you don't care, you know. That's what is happening to them, the body of Christ. People don't care again. When you hear things on the news, people dying and all kinds of things, and they don't care, they don't bother. Ah, that's not my problem. That's not our problem. Have you? Maybe you're one of those people. Or have you heard people say things like, ah, let them kill themselves in Ukraine. That's their problem. <laughs> That's their problem. I see the people dying in Ukraine, amen, they've got a different blood than your blood. I see the ah, no, 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 those, those are European. Let, after all, they hate us here in Africa. Let them, let them kill themselves. We have our own problem here in Africa. Ah, I say you are the most blind person. Because that is not the image of Christ. That is not the philosophy that Christ came to give the church. That is not what the Lord came earlier. Now, 
how did we get to the point where a believer, Christians will tell you, that's their battle, it's not our battle. I said the earth is not the Lord. I said, I said the earth is not the Lord's. I said you and I are not positioned in this earth to govern, to regulate the earth. Because you're in the black skin. So um, um, another person in the white skin has become your enemy. Oh, well, it's history. Are you living on history? Why are you supposed to be living on the on his history? Christ is the history. People have developed nonchalant attitude. Morning, my dear sister Myrtle. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> we have developed all kinds of, you know, nonchalant attitude. Well, that's their problem. Whatever is happening in KwaZulu Natal, well, I'm here in Cape Town. That's their problem. Let, let them get drowned. Let them die. No, that's not what Christ is about. You see, that's why I said we've got to have Christ in view. When we have Christ in view, our perspective will change. The way we see ourselves, the way we see our family, the way we see our community, the way we see, I mean, I mean, this is a woman to be celebrated. Sister Myrtle. She's a woman to be celebrated. Taking the burden of a community. You know, she could, she could decide, and I'm saying this in, in context of what I'm talking about. She could decide, well, I'm just going to take care of my family and that's fine. But this is a woman who has taken, you know, the burden of an entire community upon her shoulder. You want to see change, transformation, amen, in the community. And you're not even the counselor. You know, you just want to see change. You want to see light where darkness, amen, has been, has been raining. You want to see hope, amen, where people have become hopeless. This is the gospel. That is the gospel. When the light of Christ is in you, you cannot but, amen, to shine it. But when you get to the point and you feel like, ah, they can, they can all die of drugs. They can, then it means that you don't know what the gospel is all about. What should be motivating what we do, amen, should be, amen, what we have received. Paul says, amen, I give to you as I have received of the Lord. What you have received of the Lord is what you give. If what you have received of the Lord has become stale, has become, you know, weak, has become, amen, you know, uh, uh, monotonous, you go back to him, amen, to refresh you, to rebrand you, hallelujah, to set his fire ablaze again in your heart. That's what I'm talking about. This is what Easter should be all about. This is what Easter should be all about. It's not about amen, uh, eating fish or not eating fish. It's not about Easter bunny. You know, it's not about chocolate. All of this. Come on. We, the Lord help the church. All kinds. You see, wherever there is truth, the devil comes, amen, and build his camp of tradition and build his camp of falsehood. And in most cases, we choose, amen, to follow the false. Why? Because the false to us is more attractive. It's more attractive. That should not be what 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 we are chasing after. When I ask you something, this thing is not about amen, a group of people. It's not even about going to a, a church to celebrate Easter. While I'm speaking, he like the Lord reminded me. <laughs> Who was the pastor of Enoch? Who was the pastor, amen, of Noah? Who was the pastor? 
you know, of Elijah. All of these people, yes, that, that moved the hand of God, that moved the hand of God over their generation. When we begin to understand the things of God in perspective, our attitude will change. You see, I, I, didn't, I didn't need to be in a particular place among certain group to, to be awakened to do what the Lord amen, will have me do. When the burden of God falls upon you, you know that you have to. And there are times that I don't feel like. There are times I feel weak, tired. There are times I feel, amen, unable. And all, all I do is, Lord, grant me grace. Strengthen me. Sometimes send, send people to send me a word. And that's happened. But what I'm saying is, amen, this morning we are given another opportunity that as we ascend to the hill of God, as we ascend to the mountain of divine representation, we must re-engage the image of Christ from a position of newness, from a position, amen, of renewal, from a position, amen, of strength. Those who wait upon the Lord, to wait upon the Lord is to recall your mind back to the things, amen, that he has said, back to the things that he has done even for you in the past. Have you noticed that when you remind yourself of the things the Lord has done, when you cast your mind back to the things that the Lord has done, amen, in your life and for you, it has a way of awakening a fresh sense of hope. And no matter what you are facing right now or what, or what you're going to be facing in the future, suddenly there is this strength that says, I can do it. Because I know he did it in the past. You see, it's not just about what he did. It's about the, the remembrance of what he did. We're not serving the Lord because of something that he's going to do for us. It's, it's, it's a privilege, amen, to be chosen of the Lord. To say, I need you to represent me. I need you, amen, to stand, amen, for me in this area, in that place, amen. And you, you accept that with all grace and pleasure. That is an honor. No man take this honor upon himself. Why, amen, that is there, amen. And sometimes you feel tired. Then you go back to him and say, well, it seemed that fire, that oil he gave to me is almost running out. I'm almost exhausting that thing. Lord, can you renew me? Can you refresh me? And this is what Easter is all about. Easter reminds us, amen, that we did not just die with Christ, amen, that we're not just buried with him, that we are also resurrected with him, hallelujah, that we are also seated with him. This is a time, this is a period of remembrance. He said, do this, amen, before Jesus died, before he was arrested, the last thing he did was to have, amen, a supper with, amen, with, with, his, with his disciples, amen, and that was a prototype that was symbolic of what was going to happen amen you know in his ascension the bible says he had a supper with them and he showed them what it means to to serve what it means amen to live a life he broke bread with them hallelujah it is called amen the blood of amen the new testament covenant friends you need to understand that you are no longer living under the old covenant now you live in a new covenant, amen, based on a better promise. Based on a better promise. Come on, friends. Based on a better promise. That promise, amen, comes with life. That promise comes with strength. That promise comes with wisdom, knowledge. That promise comes, amen, with greater understanding, counsel. That promise comes, amen, with the, with the fear of God. If you have lost your sense of the fear of God, Lord, I've lost it. Could you please 
restore it. Could you please replenish, replenish, replenish it? If, if it's going down, please replenish it in my life. If, if you don't have it again, please restore it back to me. Don't be afraid to tell him. Don't, don't tell him the way it is. He's your king. He's your Lord. But he's also your friend. The Bible says he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I said, I believe more than ever before that the day the Ecclesia leaves, amen, is a day we've got to understand this, this reality of Christ from a transcended order of his priesthood. When we begin to know Jesus, amen, from, amen, that transcended, ascended order, our, our, our view to life, our perspective to all that is going on in the world. You see, there's a, there's a mindset we live by, amen, that is governed by the world system. But there is a mindset that Christ has come to give to us, amen, that is governed, that is regulated from, amen, a life defined by the heavenly order. We sit with Christ in heavenly places. Let me show you one or two scripture, one or two scripture this morning as we look at amen, the all sufficiency of Christ. In, in John chapter 1, and this teaching is going to be based on the entire book of Colossians. Because if you want to know Jesus Christ, you need to you you need, of course, you need to read the entire scripture. But there are certain scriptures that when you read them, they give you a better and a clearer, a more insightful, amen, a more holistic, a more deeper, amen understanding of who christ is and this is very this is very important amen if you are going to find or discover who you are amen because who you are is in christ jesus remember the scripture say in him we live in him we move in him we have our being so you don't get to know who you are until you get to know who he is amen until you get to know who he is and this is why amen getting to know christ amen hey, particularly within the crisis of the day is very important the crisis should not define your revelation of christ but the crisis amen should even galvanize should, should enhance amen your quest your search your desire your longing amen yes to know christ that i may know him paul said so it means that when we give our life to jesus we don't just get to know him we get to know that initial reality that he reveals to us which in most cases, amen, is the nice part, amen, is that part where everything just it looks nice. And then we, we run with that for years. But there are other parts that he wants to reveal, he wants to show us. There are different dimensions to the knowledge, to the revelation of Christ. But let's look at this uh, scripture in John chapter, chapter, chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning, before all time. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. In the beginning, before, before all time, before the eons began. Amen. Before time began. Remember the beginning, amen, was in him. The beginning, amen, is not something defined by a time frame. Because there was, not, there was no time frame. That's why it, it, the, the human mind cannot comprehend the things of God. Uh, people have tried to interpret and judge God and judge his word by their <laughs> intellect. <laughs> you know, it's like say, 
who is God? Where, where did he begin from? How did he start? That's, the, that's your limited mind trying to comprehend what a man. The mind does not have the capacity to comprehend. Not even my human mind can comprehend. Amen. That, that, that's, that's question. When uh, your child or your son asks you, who is God? Where did he come from? That's not something you can answer. But there are, there are, there are overwhelming evidence that there is a God. Is it? There are overwhelming evidence that the arrangement of life, the arrangement of things, amen, the way things are panning up and the way he designed it and the way he spoke about things through what he gave to us, amen, speaks truly that there is a God. And all kinds of religion have tried all kinds of things to describe, you know, these things. That's why a lot of Christians today are, are turning to Eastern religion because what the Eastern, you know, uh, uh, religion and the those gurus are saying makes more sense than what the church is saying because the church is very, you know, very weak, very lazy. We don't study. There are, and then, I mean, the soul is. Is, is, is a world on his own. The soul, the human soul is a world on its own. God created his soul. But guess what? We know very little about the soul. Even the spirit, we talk about spirits. So the spirit. The, when we say God spoke to me, you need to ask them which God. Describe that God. Give me understanding. Help me to understand this God who spoke to you. No. Most time, amen, it is it's, it's the things that we have imbibed through many years and seasons of of you know information you know you know third hand information what somebody told us you understand one 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 aspect of history is oral history where you know what somebody said amen from ages past and you know it's been passed down from you know one one generation to another to the point that we begin to we in fact not that we begin we believe that thing but there are no concrete evidence that what we claim we believe indeed is the truth these are some of the things that we have discovered amen, in human history, either in European history or in African history. The human mind cannot comprehend, cannot even begin, except your spirit is awakened. You see, there is a knowledge, there's a faculty, hallelujah. There, is, there, are, there are realms within, amen, our, our life that stores there are codes, amen. <laughs> there, there, there are, you understand when I say man himself is a system, and this system can only be triggered, amen, by certain code that God, amen, has you know has placed in man. When you touch those code, when you awaken certain things, you begin to know certain things. I don't want to be too technical about this, but what I'm saying is your mind, no matter how advanced that mind is. You take the mind of Elon Musk and uh, uh, and all of the you know great scientists and all of the God knows who you put them all together. That's why when you ask somebody like Elon Musk about the things of God, they begin to goof. It's limited, but you can do this. You see, the way you get to know how to create things, how to invent things, how to shape things is totally different, totally different to getting to engage who God is. That's a, that's a different class of knowledge on his own. 
the human mind cannot does not have the capacity except such a mind has been awakened by God and this is where salvation comes in that's why the Bible says amen except you be born again you don't go to hell what leads people to hell is ignorance self-ignorance they choose not to know you hear people you know argue they will argue they'll look at Christians and say you guy you guys are just the most dance people you, 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 how can you say that is God? And look at the way people are behaving. In fact, truly, when you look at the way Christians are behaving, some Christians are behaving, it doesn't prove the existence of an intelligent God. You know that. It doesn't prove the existence of this all-knowing. So, are you mean you are representing this God? You claim that he's all-knowing, he's all, he's all omniscient, he's all powerful. I mean, just look at your life. You know, you 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 stepping on people, you hitting people, you you know, giving all giving people you know petroleum to drink. You understand? Giving people reptiles, you know, doing barking like dogs. You know, all of this thing. When the world system look at what we're doing. You know, uh, all the way we are dressing like, you know, uh, you know, like, like a masquerade and all of this. You mean this is God? It does not reflect an intelligent God. Even to the, na- to the natural mind. Oh, but we will tell you, though it's spiritual. That's not spirituality. That is, that is foolishness and stupidity, I'm sorry to say. And that's why certain people who claim to be in leaders in the body of Christ cannot reach certain people, cannot reach them because they don't just have what it takes to communicate to such people. <laughs> you understand? You talk to them about money, they say, I've got money. You talk to them about uh, God is going to give you breakthrough, they say, I'm already, I already have it. Yes. Because the, 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 the realm of spiritual intelligence that they are supposed to be operating from, they have not even been, they have not been awakened. That's what Paul said in, in, in Hebrews 6. Let us go on to meet Christ outside the camp. There is a camp that the mind of the people, amen, has been locked in for centuries. Religion. The Roman Empire, the, the Roman Catholic Church, amen, use all kinds of to block, to hinder the church. And all kinds of things have been done, amen, from, from the from the fourth century till today to block, to hinder, to frustrate, to blind the mind of the people. There are still, I, will, I can confidently say that, amen, Close to 60 to 70 percent of the body of Christ are practicing religion. They are practicing something that is totally outside the framework, amen, of the revelation of Christ, of the intentions of God, amen, for their life and for creation. And this is why, out of frustration, Christians today are being converted to Islam or they're going to join, amen, uh, the Hindu religion. They are going to join, amen, you know, Buddhism. Because when those guys who are into Hindu and Buddhism speak, you can see they speak ex- they speak things that sound intelligent, and that's what people are looking for. <laughs> yeah, that sound intelligent. That sound that sound real. When those people talk about peace, you will know that yeah, they have a they have an understanding, even though the things that they are talking about, amen, are in the Word of God. 
I will not lie to you and tell you that everything that people who are into uh, you know eastern religion are saying is false no many of the things they are saying is truth it's just that how they connect to that truth is false when they talk about how to walk in peace when they talk about how to get success when they they, they will tell you amen don't be covetous didn't the bible tell us amen not to be covetous when you go to those eastern religion they, they don't mention how you can you know get amass wealth no they tell you that you need to you need to free yourself from those things don't get yourself attached to money don't get yourself attached to you know material things but they will still tell you how to get them but don't connect to them that's why you find the very wealthy people, amen, if they are in need, they go to, amen, those who are practicing Buddhism, who are practicing, you know, Islam, who are practicing Shintoism. I mean, just look at, I've shared this several times, look at what, amen, uh, the gift of the giver is doing in South Africa. That is just one organization, one man, one organization, gift of the giver, amen. Their work is so glaring that even Christians are jealous in. You can see, hey, 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 yeah. But no, we, we have the blueprint, amen, to do hundred times what the gift of the giver is doing in South Africa, but we cannot do it. You know why? Because our understanding, our template, amen, our value system is corrupt. We're still insecure. We're broken. We're shattered. The God that we are serving is a God of mama. Is a God that can do it for us. Is a God that must bless us. Is a God that must give us an airplay. Is a God that must give us, you know, God knows what. We're not thinking of multiplying the grace of God and helping society and community we want to build the biggest church why we can use the same money to build the biggest amen industry in the community to transform the life of the people you see something is wrong with how we think and that's why i'm saying we need to change amen our concept of how we view christ have you noticed that jesus was not struggling to build a temple in his day he wasn't struggling with the Pharisees. Hey, you guys build your own church, yeah? I'm gonna build my I'm gonna build my own church. He was building his church, but his church has no structure. His church was in the people. His church was the people. He wasn't struggling. Oh, you build you build the biggest auditorium. I, I'm gonna outdo you. He 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 wasn't competing with them. Everything Christ was doing, everything that you know uh, 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 Paul was doing was to touch the soul of men, was to touch their heart. It was not external. Those things were not external that these people were doing. But today, no, if it's not external, if somebody comes around and look, where, so where's your ministry? And they're not seeing cars parked in front of my house or in front of so-called church, and they're not seeing God knows what, all right? No, they won't respond to you. They won't even believe that you have something. Because, amen, their, term, their understanding in terms of success, I can touch it, I can feel it, I can see it. But these are things that can just go boom, amen, through fire. It can, in one day, you can lose everything in one day. I'm not saying those things are not important, but I'm saying when you put your hope and you put the hope of people in material things, you've sold them a wrong gospel. You've sold them a lie. 
You see, what I am and what I am can be duplicated anywhere in the world. You take me out of where I am today, you put me, amen, somewhere in, in, in Somalia or somewhere, amen, in the Kalahari or you take me to somewhere behind the desert of Mongolia. I will reduplicate because this thing is not material. It's a life that I've discovered, amen, in me, amen, a life that can transform people's life. That's what Christ came to do. Jesus took, amen, 12 guys who were supposed to be nobodies. He transformed them into leaders and they changed the world. Ordinary people who were still doubting themselves. <laughs> Ordinary people who were still doubting themselves. After three and a half years, he left the job for them. And they transform. They so believe in who they are. Hallelujah. That not even the almighty empire of the Romans could stop these guys. That's what I'm talking about. In the days of war. You're, I mean, Can you see what's going on in Ukraine? All the churches have been bombed down. But you can't bomb what is on the inside of people. He said don't be afraid of them that can kill your flesh. But be afraid of him that can kill a man, that can judge you and send you to hell. You see, our priorities must be right in the days that we live in. We need to, it's time we get to know the true Christ. Not the, not the Christ, amen, the world, amen, gave to you, sold to you. There's a, there's a Christ that Hollywood sells to us. You say you don't believe, wait until December. You will see, amen, the Hollywood Christ. There's a world, there are all kinds of Christ. And Jesus said, amen, before he's coming, all, Christ, all kinds of Messiah will arise. In this Easter, there's a Jesus that will be appearing. But alas, he's not the true Christ. That's why you need to hear, you need to know, you need to understand who, is the, who do men say the son of man is? Who do you say that I am? See, yes, nobody can bomb what is on the inside of me. You can bomb the things that I build with my hands, but you can't bomb the revelation. You may buffet me. Have you noticed the number of times Paul was buffeted? was flogged 40 times none of us will be able to take that kind of flogging we would disown Jesus Christ because the Jesus that was introduced to us is a Jesus that just come amen and calm everything and bring bl blessing and you know is a Jesus without a cross is a Jesus without pain is a Jesus without trial is a Jesus amen <laughs> without lack that's what all our prayer is. God, take the lack away from me. Take the burden. Meanwhile, God is using the lack to refine you. Somebody will tell you, oh, that, that's not my portion. That, that is not the gospel. Oh, but that is the gospel. Poverty is not our portion, but God uses poverty, poverty to refine us. He uses poverty to, to break us. He uses, he uses poverty to bring the leadership out of us. You see, but the wrong thing we have been taught, the wrong way we have been taught to see things and to pray, 
has made men many demigods, mini gods. Now it's become a man, a lucrative thing to be a pastor. It's become a very lucrative business today to be a pastor. Do you know people today, even here in South Africa, people are coming together. They gather money together to start a church. They get loan from the bank to, to rent a property. It's a business. It's the same principle you apply, amen, to running a business. You can apply to running a church. Alas, God is not there. And people are trooping there. As long as you can bring somebody who is very good with oratory, who is very good, amen, with speaking, who is very good with charisma, charismata. As long as, amen, you can continue to fake it, as long as you can continue to give the people a form of godliness, as long as you continue to give them a form of godliness, you look pious, amen. <laughs> yes. And everything is done in such a religious way. And people say, oh, God must be here. God is not there. Because that thing will go, the Bible says, will go to the ends of the world to win a proselyte, only to make that proselyte twice the son of the devil. Don't you know that certain places they call church, amen, is the house of the devil, is an imprisonment camp. Don't you know that? That's what the Bible says. Don't crucify me. What do we know of Christ in our day? How do we know? How have we come to know Christ? I always tell people back in the day, how you come to know Jesus will shape the philosophy of your foundation of growing in that Christ. How you accept Jesus. If you accept Jesus because you are in need, you are in pain, you had, you know, all kinds of challenges. And sometimes need can drive us to God, but need must not become, amen, the philosophy, the foundation that shapes, amen, your relationship with God. Because if need is the problem, then you have been compromised. Then the devil we use will continue to use that need, amen, yes, to keep you entrapped. The day God revealed himself to you, you will reject that God. You say, no, 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 no. This cannot be God. That was Peter for you. Peter was introduced, amen, to Jesus from a religious, from a, you know, his Jewish religious background. So the day the Lord revealed himself, true, true, true revelation. I mean, this was Peter who walked with Jesus, who knew Jesus, amen, who did... This was the same Peter, amen, on the Mount Carmel that says, amen, let's build, let, let, excuse me, on the mountain, let's build three, three temples, one for you, one for Elijah, amen, yeah, let's build. It was the same Peter when he was hungry, amen, you know, remember when Peter was hungry, the Bible says he went to the rooftop to, to pray, and four sheets from heaven, amen, was, was laid down, they said, kill and eat, Peter said, no, I'm a Jew, nothing unclean has ever touched my lips, don't you know, but this was a, this was the same Peter who had given his life to Jesus, but his Jewish culture, his Jewish tradition, yes, yes, his Nigerian culture, his South African culture, yes, his westernized uh, culture, his, his, his European culture was still there, shaping and defining how he interprets and see the things of God. This is the problem in the church. 
Oh yeah, I know you've given your life to Jesus, but amen, uh, 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 your culture is still the one driving your narrative of Christianity. You cannot get to know the true Christ that way. He said, no, nothing unclean will ever. He heard the voice of God. He knew. He said, no, not me. Nothing unclean will ever. The Lord rebuked him. You don't call unclean the things that I have cleansed. And they did that because they were about to send him to a place he doesn't want to go. They were about to send him to the house of a Gentile. I hope you know that Peter was a man, a, a staunch Jew. But God called him and God was ready to use him. God will use you, amen. Yes, if he called you, he will use you. But before he use you, amen, he will make sure he purge every dimension, amen, of humanism. Every dimension of your tradition, your dogma, amen, your pet doctrine, amen, your ideology. All of those things, he will purge them out of your life. Come as you are, but you're not going to stay the way you are. Come as you are, but you're not going to stay the way you are. Are you getting this, friends? Don't call unclean. Don't call unclean the things that I have cleansed. What was the problem of Peter? His Jewish mindset. No, we don't eat pork. It's unclean. God says all things, amen, are yours. I've cleansed it. I eat pork. I eat anything that I, I, I have an appetite for. I don't have any food, amen, that I cannot eat because of a tradition or you know, some. No, no. You see, we have to see Christ from his elevated position. Jesus said, I have not come, amen. To destroy the law but to fulfill it it was the fulfillment of the law if you want to if you want to live for all my brothers who want to go to jerusalem and want to be like a jew all right you want to live a jew you want to pray like a jew all right everything is found in christ is the fulfillment there is no other revelation amen regarding the law outside jesus he fulfilled it all so when you come to christ and you live your life amen in the full reality of 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 christ you are fulfilling the law because the end of the law are captured in two things the entire law are captured in two things amen love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your your strength with everything that you have amen Yes, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. So, loving God, amen, first, loving yourself allow you to love your neighbor. That's the law. That's the law. So, for those of you who want to, you know, you think that when you pray with a prayer, sure, your prayer, you know, is better enhanced. You think that, unfortunately, you think that if you have some cloth, Unfortunately, this is not a prayer show. This is just, you know, uh, um, a blanket that I put on my foot sometimes when it's, when it's cold and I'm preaching. You know, you think if you, ha if you go to Jerusalem, all right, and you get a prayer show, I see brethren, and now they go do this. They say, I want to pray. You are the most religious fool I've seen. That's the truth. There's no other way to express it. You think if you put something on your head, why Christ is the head of the church? You think if you put something on your head, suddenly your prayer becomes more enhanced. 
That's why you should read the book of Colossians. It explains it all. See, if you don't read, if you don't study the word of God, the devil will continue to use ignorance to keep you in bondage. And when you read the word of God, you need to ask for grace to have clear interpretation. Whenever God speaks to us and you try to use your mind to interpret what God has said, you will go into religion. You will go into religion and religion will lead you, amen, into a goose good, a good chase. You will go into oblivion, yes. You will be pursuing something that you will never apprehend because that's religion. Religion gives you work. It gives you work. You say, ah, hallelujah, we're going to church. How come? We, we pray. Therefore, religion will keep whining you until the day there's nothing to whine again. Then everything collapses. You're tired. Have you seen where religion can weary you? Religious people are the most carnal people. You go and do all the, you know, firestorm fire prayer. But you come home, you become something else. Because those things that you're doing is disconnected from relationship with Christ. Even under the old covenant, they said the priest must not sweat. Sweat is a manifestation of your own strength and effort. It's not allowed. We give ourselves all kinds of... Bro, what's going on? Ah, we are busy, busy. You, The devil is taking you around and around the mountain. And he gives you a sense of purpose. See, I always tell people, not everything you define to be purpose is purpose. There's a purpose that man can give to you. There's a purpose that environment can give to you. But there's a purpose that comes from the Holy One. When you find your position, your identity in Christ, you will find your purpose. Only one scripture that we that I just touched steered this. In the beginning, before time. The word of God, the Christ, the word of God, amen, who is himself was. Listen to this. In the beginning, in the beginning, before time, was the word, a, the Christ, and the word was, excuse me, was with God, b, and the word was with God, that's b, the word was God. The word is Christ and the word himself, amen, is God himself. This is the amplified translation of John 1.1. 1, 1. Let's continue. He was, he was continually existing in the beginning. So, he was continually existing in the beginning. Co-eternally with God. So, listen to this. God did not create the word. God did not create Christ. Amen. Christ is God. Amen. In the, in the form of the word of God. Christ is the word that God spoke forth because he spoke himself forth. Let's go on. You see, that is his nature. What are we trying to do? We're trying to uncover. We're trying to rediscover. I'm going to stop soon. We're trying to rediscover. Amen. Amen. 
the, the, the all-sufficiency of Christ. When you get to know the all-sufficiency of Christ, you will know amen, his supremacy. Hallelujah. You will know his, supreme, his supremacy. His supremacy speaks into his lordship. Speaks into his dominion, his authority. Hey, there's a need for us to amplify the reality of the revelation of Christ among the ecclesia. All things were made and came into existence through him. Through him who is the word Christ. Amen. Who is God. Amen. Who is self-existent. Hallelujah. Through him all things came into existence. Are you seeing why I'm saying the all-sufficiency? So that thing you are seeking for, that thing you are longing for, that man, that woman, that breakthrough, amen, amen, all came from God. So if there is a need in your life, don't you think if you go to him and say, Lord, this is my need, don't you think he, he can hear you and supply that need? For my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. Not according to his riches on earth. According to his riches in glory. The glory of heaven supersedes the glory of the earth. And that glory emanates. Flow from the face of Christ. That's why I'm saying. Hey, it's time once again. We, we adjust our view. And begin to look at his face. All things were made. He created them. All things Including the things that people are making today. And they say, well, we invent. Nobody invent anything. God only awaken your mind to see how, amen, those things are, are designed to function. Elon Musk, amen, does not have a knowledge outside of what God has already given. Outside of what God has, uh, uh, Bill Gates and all of this so-called, uh, somebody tell you, this is how to make success. Hey, you want to be successful? Get to know Christ. Christ will reveal, amen, his, his, his intention, his counsel, his purpose for your life. Through that, amen, if your call, amen, is to invent things, he will tell you how to invent them. You need to understand this. All things were made by him. There are things made that we, we, are, we are yet to see. There are things made. There are atoms made. Where did atom come from? All of those particles. They say God particle. <laughs> no. All of those things came from God. There are things made amen, that science are still trying to discover. There are things made amen, that some of the best you know, telescope that they are you know, inventing today are just speaking. There are new planets that they are discovering. <laughs> you know, those things have been there. When he spoke the word in the beginning, let there be light. Those light began to form all kinds of things, bring all kinds of things into reality. As powerful as you know the external world is in terms of you know their glory and power and beauty, there is nothing as beautiful and glorious and complex, amen, than the creation of man. Because man, amen, was made out of the breath of God. Let us, he said, Genesis 1, you know, 26. Let us make man in our own image. The image of, of God in man, amen, is not the features of God. It's the expression of God. Just like Christ was the expression of his father. He who have seen me, I've seen the father. Hmm. 
May understanding come to us. Let us make mind our own image in our own likeness. The image of God, amen, is not, it's not skin color. The image of God, hallelujah, is not skin color. The likeness of God, amen, is not how you talk. It's not the fact that you, you, <clears throat> you sound like or you look like, amen. Oh, you have this DNA that, you know, uh, uh, reflects certain characteristics. No. That's not the image or the likeness of God. Those are human limited mind defining, trying to define man. That because you come from this part of the world, then you, you, you don't have what it takes. That it, there is no part of the world, amen, that God created man and disenfranchised him. I'm not disenfranchised because of the color of my skin. No, no, no. Everything that God created in me is perfect. Perfection is the image of God. In our own image and our own likeness. The likeness of God is love. And the devil came. He perverts. Amen. <clears throat> that perfection. That sense. Amen. Of, of goodness and love and kindness. He came and perverted. And Christ came to restore it. I say Christ came to restore it. If any man being Christ is a new creation. Why do you have to be in Christ to be a new creation? Because going back to Christ, amen, takes you back to Genesis 1, 1.26. Takes you back to God's original purpose for your life. Everything that God created when he created man, when he breathed into man, amen, were all complete perfect. What did God do, amen? He, re, he transformed the DNA. He retransformed, amen, that, 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 that uniqueness that he ordained and designed for everyone that came out of Adam. That's why if you do not come to Christ, you do not have a means of redemption. You do not have a means of transformation. You will die your sin. You will die, amen, as a fallen human being. When you come back, when you come to Christ, when you by faith, amen, acknowledge Christ is your Lord, you confess your sin, something happens within your life that cannot be seen. It's part of that thing that God creates that you don't know. There are, man is still so limited and blind regarding so many areas of life. There are realms, amen, that, you know, the best of uh, uh, <clears throat> human technology can never take you into. Which invention will take you into the realm of the spirit? Which invention? Man have struggled with all, amen, their, their, their breakthrough in the world of, you know, yeah, neuroscience. Try to know how man thinks. Try to understand what goes on in the minds of evildoers. Try to comprehend all of this. It's still very, very low. Sin cannot be studied and understood except, amen, the Lord gives you an insight. Because sin is a manifestation of the fallen human nature. You cannot regulate sin. God help us. Are you getting what I'm talking about? No amount of the technology of Elon Musk to try to understand human mind and make man to do all kinds of things. But you will never be able to understand the true nature of man. The fallen nature and the redeemed nature. You cannot. Because by design they are spiritual. The fallen nature is spiritual because sin that enter man, amen, 
yes, was designed to corrupt the spiritual nature of man. So only the things of God, only amen, spiritual rejuvenation through redemption can transform man. And all of this we get to know by coming to Christ, by loving Christ, by accepting Christ. There's more to Christ than, 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 than what Buddha can teach. There's more to Christ than what, amen, uh, are Krishna, he, he, you know, Hindu Hinduism can teach. There's more to Christ, amen, than you know all the all the the Torah and all the rabbis can teach. Oh yes, there are very good rabbis who can teach things. But I tell you, there is more to Christ that we will never be able to know by human intellect, by the ability to study. Uh, yeah, there's more. That's why Saint Bible says you have to become like a child. You become like a child and then they bring you into the kingdom and then they begin to show you how things are how things operate the kingdom hallelujah is a kingdom of highly intellectual spiritual people father we thank you i'm gonna stop here friends john 1 1 2 and 3 that's just what we've looked at what are we trying to do we're trying to uncover, rediscover, relocate, realign, and enhance our walk with Christ. We want Christ to be magnified, to be amplified, to be, to be revealed more to us in this ascended new day. We want to know him. We want to know him. We want to be conformed to image, to his image. We want to, yes, walk in the revelation of his ascended life. We want him to be glorifying us. Father, we thank you. Honor and praise to your name once again. May Christ continue to remain, yes, in proximity in everything we do and say. May Christ's life continue to guide and teach us how to live in these days where darkness is covering the souls of men. We thank you, O God. Thank you, Father, for everyone joining that have connected, that will be listening to this live broadcast later. I pray, Lord, that your spirit will awaken them to, yes, a deeper, a deeper, a deeper, a deeper understanding of Christ. And that understanding will transform their life, will illuminate their entire being. That their life will enter into a new sphere of honor. And glory as they represent you. We thank you Lord this morning. We bless your name for your truth. That cannot be stopped. It's, it's gone forth. This truth cannot be hindered. The word has gone forth. Like a seed it will germinate. And bring forth harvest. Yes Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Father, for everyone that has joined us this morning. My dear sister Priscilla Tina, uh, uh, Sister Myrtle, and my dear brother Shafiki. Thank you so much, everyone who has joined us this morning. I pray may God continue to rest his hand on you. May the truth of God continue to uplift you. May his counsel continue to prosper in your life as you conform to his image and likeness in all you think and say and do. I pray that you will go for this morning. Yes with an enhanced revelation of Christ I pray that truth will continue to move you to the place of divine honor and representation we thank you father oh hallelujah glory to Jesus 
the Lord is worthy of praise. Lord, we renew our relationship this morning with you. We come to the place of the renewal of the covenant. Thank you, Father, for salvation that you have given unto us through the Son, your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that today that salvation is awakened through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that we will never be the same again. Oh, we pray that your love will continue to overwhelm us. Help us once again to live a life that pleases you in all we do and say. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Once again, thank you everyone this morning. It's another great, great privilege and honor to share this word. I don't know what this word means to you, how this word, amen, has touched your life, but let me know if there is something you want to share with me, a testimony of this word as, you know, touched you in some form or way. Please let me know, amen. We want to hear, or if you if you don't want to share with me, you can put it out there on our timeline, amen. Let the world know what is going on. Let the world know how God, amen, is shifting, you know, uh, his, his counsel and purposes in your life. Thank you so very much, everyone. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful and a blessed, prosperous day, Father. God bless you. Please don't forget to share this link. If you've been blessed with what you have heard this morning, share the link. Amen. Be a, be a blessing to somebody. Amen. Of course, you know, you can continue to uh, follow us on, uh, 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 we've got a tw Twitter page. All right. You can search for my name. Yes, Isaiah Phillips. Uh, you, or you can connect with us on facebook all right we're also amen on uh, um on youtube amen just search for uh, the potter's gate uh, broadcast please do connect with us and let us know what god is doing in your life we've been having a great you know testimony of you know what god is doing in people's life the feedback has been very great but we believe god for even greater things particularly in this glorious day so have yourself a wonderful uh, time well we're uh, hoping that uh, this Easter period, amen, will bring greater blessing and favor into our space and into our life. So God bless you. Love you all. We'll see you soon again. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.